0: So here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will try to guide you through a movie. Each and every month there's a theme, and as it's February, I'm doing A Witchy Woman, aka Fierce Females in February. Now, tonight I'm covering the movie I voted all month for, The Craft, my gateway drug to Wicca. Now, I rented the fuck out of this until 2001, and haven't seen this in a good, oh, I don't know, 10 15 years. Now, one thing I want to know here is, did this movie kick off the goth culture of the 90s and noughties, or did they just tap into it and make it even more popular? Hmm, by the way, I am not covering the reboot or sequel whatever hell, because that's a piece of fucking trash, frankly. I mean, it's a TED talk wannabe. Now, I know when this thing first came out, this thing got a lot of slack for making Witchcraft look cool. Also, the critics hated this thing. However, if you're of a certain age, this was the must-watch movie of the 90s. That and Scream. And I love the fact how every young female Hollywood starlet tried to get her grubby little mitts on this, from Angela Jolie to Alicia Silverstone. But just then finally settled on Fusor Bulk, Rachel True, Robin Tooney, and an unknown at the time, Nev Campbell. I find it interesting only one of these are still working today okay technically that's wrong but only one name springs f- to mind from all four of the actresses now doing a lot of research on this thing i love how the writer was pissed off charmed ripped this thing right off I mean, don't worry about it mate charm does not hold up my god does that not hold up it's like jesus jink it's three sisters fighting for men continually and, and fighting constantly about blah 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 boring shit frankly even it was one of the hottest shows in the 90s but there we have that one i also love the fact the producers actually hired an quote actual witch who wrote actual spells and was stunned when things started to happen on set such as beached dolphins and sharks okay cared and apparently fusa bulk got into this wicker stuff so much she bought a magic store which she ran from 19- 1995 until 2001. Now, I also love the fact how the studio wanted us to be PG-13, yet the MPA refused and gave it an R due to the glorification of witchcraft. Ooh, spooky. Anyway, before all that said, let's light a candle, cast a spell, and you see how powerful this craft actually is. With its budget of $15 million, this thing pulled in $55.6 million the cast. Robin Turney, Fusa Bulk, Nev Campbell, Rachel True, Skeet Ulrich, Helen Shaver, Brecken Meyer, directed by Andrew Fleming. The plot: A new girl at school catches the attention of the quote weirdos of the school, who think themselves as witches. When one of them spots she has actual magical powers, things soon get out of hand when the new girl is asked to join their coven one of the quote witches becomes power mad and then tries to kill her so the new girl casts a spell to protect herself and then takes revenge on her so-called coven stripping them of all their stolen power the power mad witch is then sent to a nut house where 24 years later her daughter is in the sequel spoilers sweetie <laughs> with that said this opens up On our three wannabe witches, Nancy, played by Fusa Bulk, who was born to play this role. I mean, she was basically just a Wicca witch. Bonnie, played by Nev Campbell, pre-Scream. And uh, Rochelle, played by Rachel True, chanting for the powers to make them more powerful, blah, 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 with a makeshift altar of candles and a a pentagram that looks really sloppy to put together, frankly. Up flashes images of the devil. Demons, Witches and the Occult Then the title pops up Flying through the clouds As the cast names pop up Of nowhere On a plane, we meet a new girl Sarah, played by Robin Tooney And note, she's wearing a wig For this, due to her shaving her hair Completely off for Empire Records Which I must actually watch one of these days Next to her Is her dad, Mr. Bailey Played by Cliff the Young they soon land at Los Angeles airport and get into a taxi to their new home as it is literally pouring down with rain. Which is with a drop to apparently still can control the elements and when she's sad it rains when she's happy it's always sunshine and lollipops and such and blah 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 blah. So she's a true charmed one then. So Sarah sees snakes in the driveway, her one true fear. Later. So once inside, the place is fucking gigantic, but badly needs work, such as a leaking roof. So she so goes up to her room and unpacks a picture of her mother who died years earlier giving birth to her. She's played by Janet Elber if you're interested. But, but I love the fact that these girls are supposed to be 17 or 18, yet Robin Tourney is 23, Nev Campbell is 22, Fusia Bulk is 21, and Rachel True is 30 in this. Yeah, teenage girl's my arse. Anyway, a homeless man walks into the house and offers Sarah a snake. She screams, so her dad kicks him out of the house. But it's not a person just walks into some random stranger's house and offers him a fucking snake. Jesus, jinkies. Next day, she's at school, with her dad telling her Jenny, played by uh, Janine Jackson, I'm guessing is a step-mom, will pick her up after school. This quickly is shot down. As I take it, she's not like her step much then. Hmm the way, anyway, this is a Catholic school because of course it is. Most people look down on nose at her because she's the new girl. And of course they do because they're stuck up little brats, frankly. So while walking down the hallway, the wannabe witches of Eastwick are mocked by Chris Hooker, played by Skeet Ulrich. And his bestie, Mitt, played by Meyer, And his bestie, Trey, played by Nate Marston. And I love how in Nancy's locker she has a fucking hangman's noose. Yeah, love, that wouldn't fly in a Catholic school for crying out loud. Bullshit, that wouldn't even fly in school, right? if a Catholic school for crying out loud. I mean, hmm. She also had all these witch stuff and wicca stuff stuck to the, into the locker. Yeah, I don't think so. This is a Catholic school. You've been kicked out in your ear, love. Also, the Bonnie is open reading from a magic spell book that... It says they need a fourth. Earth, wind, fire and water. North, south, east and west. A.K.A. Setter. Nancy shoots that one immediately because Nancy has all the power. Mmm. Important later also. Sarah is so bored in French class, she's balancing a pencil on its tip. Bonnie spots this and she knows she's the fourth! Uh, by the way, why are they learning French in Los Angeles? Shouldn't that be Spanish? I mean, hmm. Anyway, i um, uh, biology class. Bonnie tells Nancy she has found the fourth. This is not simple with her because she wants to be the big dog. She has all the powers, and she is jealous. This new girl has actual powers, and she just sits there and grouses about it all over this fucking movie. Frankly. Anyway, suddenly so asked to join a group. Nancy says "fuck off," basically because she does her whole "I'm mean bitch going to scare you off" raw stuff. Yeah, fuck off, you bitch. Anyway, at lunch. Chris hits on Sarah, really mate, she's in school for less than a day, and you're hitting on her? Wow. He warns them off them, calling them the bitches of Eastwick, saying Nancy is a complete slut, Bonnie has burn over her body, and Rochelle is a witch. In fact, they all freedom are. Right then. He then invites her to watch him play football practice? Really? That would work? I mean, Really? God almighty American culture fucking hell And not his football shirt is eighty six foreshadowing Anyway Q how soon is now not by the spits but by Love Spit Loves Ah uh, I can't not think of charmed when this thing pops up hmm. uh, anyway indeed she does watch him um, Oh, the excitement here, because he's running for a ball. Ooh, the excitement. Mm. Up walks the witchy's 3 to warn her of Chris, saying he will hit anything with tits. Nancy asks Sarah out for coffee. And this is the start of the temptation, as they go shoplifting. As you do. I mean, it's the 90s, why not? Nancy notices Sarah try to kill herself by slitting her wrist. It's, quote, done right way, i.e. Up and down, not left and right. Nancy loves this. So Sarah is now in the coven. In a magic store, which I swear to God is the same one in Buffy, Bonnie asks Sarah to steal a book. The owner, Larry, L- Lori, played by Assumpton Ser- Serena, sees this but does nothing until Sarah tries to go behind a magic curtain, or a, a curtain or a magic curtain, which hides the secrets of the dark magic. Ooh spokey. She then sells her candles, a book, introducing herself to witchcraft, and a book of shadows for 20 bucks. Yeah, that was cheap. It was 20 quid for candles when I was a bloody witch for fuck's sake. Not fucking 20 quid for a book. Actually, two books, candles, and such. I mean, hmm. You're selling yourself short love. pulls out a 20 from her purse. Yeah, she said, Ella, she has no money. Magic, I guess, or bad writing. Hmm, you pick. Anyway, the owner calls her a natural witch and to be careful of her coven. So that night, the girls take Sarah downtown, where she bumps into the same homeless guy that broke into her house two days earlier. Saying he dreamt of her dying, he chases her across the street, so she runs for it. In the middle of the road, he's hit by a truck, as the girls run to a park, thinking they caused his death. Bonnie is insipidated, because now have a fourth. They say something about, I thought he was going to die yeah, I thought he was gonna die in there. And they all four said yeah, he was gonna die. Uh he was running in the middle of the fucking road. Uh, yes, in traffic. He was gonna get hit no matter what, so it's not magic, it's just fucking coincidence. So Nancy explains been trying to invoke Manon, a god demon older than God and Satan themselves. In fact, he's the grass that God and Satan would play on if they're gonna play a game of football. Right then. Sarah explains things just happened to her, i.e., she'll rain sort of people burst in her room she wants to have peace and quiet she'll go deaf for three days karen nancy isn't pleased she knows she is a hack What i said it is the real deal so with that sarah runs back home what next night she's on a date with chris wow that one was quick and they're parting on a rooftop as oh. you do chris wants to take her home with him She says nope, and he gets pissy at her, and just leaves her on the roof, what an arsehole, I mean what a complete dick, talk about fucking fragile male ego, Jesus jinkies, I mean next day it's all over the school, she slept with Chris, Nancy and the coven, walk up to i and mock her, wow, bitch move much, I mean fucking hell. I mean, this Nancy is jealous. This chick actually has powers, and you're just a wannabe fucking poser, love. I mean, hmm. Nancy wrote up in that Chris called her a snide ride. Wow, love. You're just wow. So much for sisterhood. Fucking hell, man. Jesus, jinkies. What a fucking bitch. With that, Seda confronts Chris, but his boys chase her off. Then Chris mocks her, calling her pathetic and begging for sex. What a complete fucking arsehole, mate. She says no and you act like a spoiled little brat, spreading shit all over school by her toxic masculinity, much for fuck's sake. Jesus jinkies. Anyway, speaking of toxic behaviour, Rochelle is mocked for being afraid of heights on a diving board during swimming practice. The teacher does absolutely jack for by shit mind you. So hmm. Later, the school bully mocks her hair. Wow, you racist, spoiled little fucking bitch. Jesus, jinkies. And note, this was removed, but Rachel True thought and kept this in, saying it was important to deal with racism of the nineties. And it was actually there should be more into this. So anyway, cut to Bonnie at a clinic, trying to get her scars reduced. ...by gene therapy. She screams as an needle scrapes her burn scars. That night, Sarah has a nightmare... ...of her slicing her own wrists... ...as thunder claps and lightning sparks. Nancy returns to her trailer trash home... ...and he meets her mom... ...played by Helen Shaver... ...and her drunk bum of a stepdad. Uh, this trailer is a complete utter shithole... ...with rain water pouring in. It's a complete utter bombsite inside... And there has no electricity because the father spent the money on booze and blah, 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 blah. blah. No matter she craves power, this is her fucking shitty life she has. Days later, the girls go on a, quote, field trip and cue. We are weirdos, mister. As Nancy leads the girls into a field and they chant earth, fire, wind and water over and over, and over again. She gets him to say they're now a coven holding a knife up to him, saying, it's better to rush upon this blade, then enter the circle with fear in your heart, as each girl does that one, and I'm going, yeah love, run, now, what sort of person has an, a gigantic blade on them and tries to stab each other, you know, I mean, Jesus Christ, this is 90s, but come on, really, anyway, cue blood magic, as all four, four girls prick their finger, and bleed into a goblet full of wine, and they'll drink from it, okay then, blood magic is black magic, not white magic, aka wicca, which Nancy confesses she must use because... Reasons? I mean, she's supposed to be this witch, but a wicca witch, but she's using black blood magic. Yeah, girls, run! Nancy is fucking insane and or power mad. They all ask for a wish while drinking the blood wine. Rochelle asks to love um, herself and others, even the racist bitch. Sarah asks to love herself more. Bonnie Wants to be beautiful inside and out. And Nancy wants to have Manon's full power. Hello, love's personal gain. And note, Manon isn't real. He was up for this bullshit movie. Because apparently Manon's actually a female goddess, not a male god. So there we have that one. With that, it starts to rain down butterflies. CJ ones at like that. And Nancy thinks it's Manon that he has answered their prayers. so oh dear god. Next day at school, Chris cannot stop thinking of Sarah, who is now dressed like the other girls, in really short skirts and tight outfits because she was wearing baggier clothes earlier. So this is the corruption that's now kicked in. So much for <clears throat> good Catholic schoolgirls. I mean, hmm, mentioned in my experience, Catholics are the dirtiest in beds. What the hell am I saying? I mean, hmm. <laughs> so Chris starts to act all puppy dog around Sarah as he follows her around. Love spells are dangerous, love. They can turn into obsession real fast. And cut to the lights aboard, stuff as a feather scene. You know that one. And note, Rachel True is lying on a platform which is risen via a pole and was removed via CGI. You couldn't get a fucking rope to, or a, a wire or something to lift her up to have to put it on a bloody platform. Lights aboard, stuff as a feather, hey. Mm. At school, they're now thick as thieves, openly reading from magic books. In a Catholic school, I think not. You'd be thrown out instantly. Hell, I was thrown out for asking, if we all came from Adam and Eve, did they have incest babies? Hmm. Also, I was thrown out of, of Sunday school for asking, if God is everywhere, if we could snap a, snap a, uh, snap a twig and off up a rock, why would I have to go to church to confess our sins if God's everywhere and God is listening constantly? Hmm. I thought I was uh, school for that one. And moving on. So, Sarah steals some of the bullies hair, the school bully's hair, and then weaves it into Rochelle's. This causes her hair to fall out. I don't know how that one works. Meanwhile, Bonnie is praying to Manon to make her pretty on inside, and indeed the outside, as Nancy waves her hand on her back. The fuck? Days later, the school bully's hair starts to fall out. Bonnie turns to the clinic, and her scars are gone. Magic, or was it indeed the medicine working? Hmm... Next day, I mean, same with the bully, by the way, the bully's hair's dyed a hideous blonde colour, so was it the blue to took the hair out, or was it magic? Hmm. Alopecia? Hmm. So anyway, like I says, uh, Bonnie's scars her magically disappeared. Next day at school, she's in a super short skirt, and is freely showing off her body. I am loving how, at lunch, the other two are all amazed that Bonnie looks so great, whereas Nancy's sitting... Like a face like clapped thunder. As she jealous, she has no powers. Whereas Bonnie's one comes true. Rachel, uh, Rachel, yeah, Ra- Rachelle, rather. One comes true, and Nancy's isn't working. But Sarah's came true also. She said, "Well, it's no fair to have any power." That night, she casts a spell to be rich. Minutes later, her stepdad dies, leaving them thousands of dollars in life insurance policy. It is a hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. So what does the mother do? Why blow it all on a matter of weeks? Renting a penthouse in Los Angeles, buying useless junk. It's a jukebox that plays nothing but Connie Francis on it. Why not buy a smaller house, stick some money in the bank and send Nancy to college? Nope, just waste it in days. Typical bloody get-rich-quick person. So Nancy is embarrassed by her mother and takes the girls to the room to practice glamour. And cue the scene where Sarah ...goes from auburn to blonde in some terrible CGI. That night, a lovelorn Chris tries to serenade Sarah. It's three o'clock in a bloody well morning. See, this is what happens when you use love spells. It turns into obsession real fast. Next day, Sarah returns to the magic shop... ...asking to help undo the love spell. The owner says, nope, she can't do that. It has to run its course. She shouldn't have cast it in the first place. You can't middle a man's heart. So she then asks what's behind the curtain... Black magic, the owner says not your thing as black magic. But then warns them of the three times fold rule. Whatever well, you send out will go back to you three times fold. Nancy finds a spell book which calls to her, so she buys it and it's down to the beach where she invokes the spirit of Manon. And note, this was supposed to be a real spell. It caused Fog to roll in, Thunder Lightning, and dolphins to be beached on the bloody beach. I mean, Jesus jinkies. And each girl was carrying a sacrifice. Bonnie is carrying a budgie. Rochelle is carrying a goldfish. Sarah carries butterflies. And Nancy carries a snake. And they're all killed for this spell. The fuck? That is not wicked magic. That's black magic. So before the ritual, Sarah tells Nancy of her fear of bugs and snakes. Nancy just brushes it off, saying, You should not be afraid of snakes. Snakes are the most powerful creature on the blah, 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 blah. Anyway, the show begins, Thunder claps, Fog rolls in, and Nancy gets all the powers walking on water. As Shark Beach themselves. Nancy doesn't even give a shit. She finally has real powers. Sarah is then stunned at how cold and how power-mad Nancy is, how vain Bonnie has become, and how mean Rochelle is taking delight in seeing her bully going bald. Hmm... Consequences. Days later, Chris is still bugging Sarah on the telephone. I love how Screech Olich is playing the obsessed Chris, phone stalking his girl while she's outside on a porch. Hmm, scream much. Anyway, next night they go out for dinner. Sarah tells Chris everything that was fine at first, but now the girls are tainted their evil, nasty, vain, selfish, narcissistic little shits. he's not listening, of course. All he is thinking of is her. He then even tries to rape her. What the fuck? I mean, there's a difference between obsession and rape. Oh my god. She needs him in a balls and then runs to Rochelle's for help. Nancy then takes revenge, glamouring herself to look like Sarah, and then pushes him out of a window and kills him. Wow. I mean, I know he's a dickhead, a butthurt, toxic little twat, a wannabe rapist, but killing him is too much? Hmm... Also, she rapes him by morphing into Sarah, so two wrongs to make a right here, love. The others head to the party, and here Rochelle's bully says sorry to her for all mean mean things she says, and Rachel just brushes her off. Sarah walks into Nancy and Chris just before it goes too far, but Nancy wants revenge, pushing out the window, uh, with Chris telling her she's jealous of Sarah's actual powers, and Nancy is floating on fucking her tippy toes. So, yeah, she's drunk with power. Next morning, Sarah tells her dad everything about Chris, Nancy, the spells, and indeed the murders. Then she tries to bind the girls, or tries at least and that failed miserably. Somehow, Nancy has stolen powers, is more powerful than an actual charmed one. Hmm. That night, the girls visit Sarah in her room via a nightmare, and try to choke her to death. Next day at school, Sarah... Hides in the toilets, but Nancy finds her and threatens her life and then kicks her out of the coven. Apparently it's been gone for weeks and weeks and weeks, but there we have that one. I love how Rochelle and Bonnie are now nothing but snivelling lapdogs. Nancy has stolen their humanity and needs their powers also. So after school, Sarah returns to the magic store, looking for help. The owner finally lets her behind the curtain. It's a room full of candles, with a pentagram on the ground made out of stone. Lario or Lorio tells her it's a temple of great power and that she's a powerful white magic inside of her not to be afraid of it she tells her to evoke Manon he is the only one who can save her from Nancy so Nancy and company block the shop but it isn't real as her runs off into the darkness of the night back home Nancy has left a surprise snakes and bugs are everywhere a note, this was 3,000 snakes and other millions of bugs, including cockroaches, ants, beetles, rats, spiders, maggots, and more. Jesus, chinky. Nancy, the little sick fuck, then calls Sarah, telling her her mom and dad have died in a plane crash, which she fakes on TV. Wow, love, I mean. I know you're a jealous, power-mad little bitch, but fucking hell. Nancy then takes great delight in torturing Sarah, telling her to go and kill herself. She's nothing but a pathetic weakling. Sarah fights back as Nancy is so drunk on power, she is floating about ten feet, well not ten feet about six feet off the ground as the other two are laughing mockingly also. And here Fuchsia bulks, acting goes way over the top. I mean Jesus jinkies. With the other two's now saying enough is enough Nancy then steals their powers once and for all. Meanwhile Sarah invokes the power of Maron and indeed, Mother Nature. She casts a 3x3 three three spell on Rochelle, who goes bald, and Bonnie, who sees burn over her entire body. They all run for it. With that, it leaves Nancy to take on Sarah. As a storm rolls in, Sarah invokes her mother, and she gives her all the power of man on, and indeed, Earth. Her wounds then start to heal, because apparently... Uh, Nancy yeah, slashes her wrist again, saying she's a bleeder and she's weak, she's pathetic and she's disgusting and all that stuff. It's like, oh god. Her wounds are now healed. It is now on. Witch versus bitch. Bugs start to crawl all over Nancy. And then her fingers turn to snakes and some terrible CGI. Finally, the crawl out of her mouth. Sarah then binds Nancy's stolen powers. Nancy then flies at Sarah, stabbing her wildly, which causes her. Uh, ...to be crushed by a, a chest of drawers. Again, this acting is way over the top. This action is way over the fucking top. Cedar then just vanishes in a pile of clothes. Nancy tries to stab the pile of clothes... ...but Cedar kicks into a mirror. As mirror stars rain down, Nancy is now powerless. Days later, if not weeks later... ...Rochelle and Bonnie visit, hat in hand, asking for forgiveness. Saying... It was only a prank that we're doing. It wasn't real. We're sorry for trying to kill her multiple times. And blah, 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 blah. And sorry for, for giving her nightmares for weeks on end. And la, 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 la. Seda says, no. So, Rochelle says, she's not powers anyway. Lightning hits a tree. As a branch just narrowly misses them. And they run off into the woods. Cut to Nancy, tied to a bed in a house. Screaming, she's a witch. She has power. I can fly. I can fly. I'm on power. Blah, 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 blah. As credits roll so that was the craft the kickoff for a huge fad in me which only lasted a few years frankly but it was still a fad maybe this kicked off the witchcraft fad of the early sort of the late 90s and early noughties who the fuck knows i like as a subtle feminist message not like the bloody sequel however things are just dropped what happened to Rachel's bully or shell's rather did Bonnie's scars actually come back? Is Nancy's mother white trash again? Did she blew for her money in a matter of weeks or months? What happened to Chrissy's murder? It's completely and utterly dropped. There is no through on that at all. Plus, Fusa Bolt's crazy eyed shark grin OTT acting is way too fucking much. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to give this thing a. F- uh, six fuck it for nostalgia reasons six out of ten probably a four actually i mean mm. but yeah the acting towards the end is way ott i mean it's like camden love uses jingles and the sharp grin she has is just just disturbing frankly but like i say this is an okay movie if you're a person of a certain age but i don't know six out of ten maybe five ah fuck it six anyway come back next week next week Next month, rather, or even next podcast, as a kick-off TV show movie March, which is my look at movies based on TV shows such as A-Team, Star Trek, Scooby-Doo, and another one, I haven't a picture yet, so hmm. April is prank movies, June is gay-themed movies, August and Sunday, so July and August is Spider-Man, and September is Poltergeist, so it's a full, interesting run-up coming up. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also, follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod. Now, go and check out one of my many, 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 many podcasters. A hundred fucking, a yeah, hundred I should Actually, no, 400 of the fuckers. Pick one of them and watch and yeah, listen to it. Oh, God, this, this ending is terrible, John. Bye. <laughs> Jesus.